Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris, back with Tim. Getting this done on a Thursday night. I'm actually going to have to stay up and edit this because I will be gone tomorrow. I will be at the Golden Sky Festival in Sacramento. Um, if you see me there, I will be wearing a very Western shirt day one. So uh, look for me with big old eagles on my shoulders. Um, I am here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. Um, I want to thank everyone who always comes through. It's been a fun couple of weeks. We've been knocking them out like you wouldn't even believe. Tim's almost done with Harvest, hopefully, so he'll hopefully get to chill a little bit more and we'll play some more video games because me and Justin have missed him, Mr. Stranger. But we're going to hop right into it. What the first thing is Justin Long, who I have – when's the last time you saw Justin Long? Wasn't he in a commercial or something like that? I want to say he just randomly makes like cameos was, or something. He was like in that. a commercial. I think the last thing was he was in was like everyone saw was Tusk, um, but he's been cast in the Goosebumps Disney Plus series. Um, there's been a lot of rumors about the Goosebumps series because they did have the Goosebumps movie uh, not too long ago. That was. Uh, with Jack Black, and I don't know who else is in this one, but this is probably one of the more, more notable things, people they've cast. I do know it feels like they've been casting more notable people, um, like, in these these shows for Disney+. Plus. Right. Right. No, ex- exactly. And it's, I mean, it's, it's, like you said, like, notable enough people where you're not going to spend a whole bunch of money to get them. But, you know, people that are kind of, you know, still relevant, like a Justin Long or whatnot, or they'll have, a, you know, a couple big ones um, on it, which, you know, right from from the beginning. Um, but, yeah, no, like I said, I'm looking at Justin Long's IMDb and really the only thing that I would um, last thing he was in for me that I saw is F is for family. And that's. And that's a voice. Yeah. Yep. Nugs. Exactly. But like you said, it was, you know, Tusk or he's playing these little cameos, whatnot, or not cameos, you know, uh, characters on, um, <clears throat> you know, one or two episodes. Yeah, no. And I mean, <clears throat> he's got three upcoming. So maybe he's been doing something else. I mean, I don't know. Oh, apparently he's in Clerks 3. So that's something else. Yeah, I but saw. saw the, the other one, House of Darkness, Barbarian, don't, I don't, I don't know. It could be, I mean, 106. Wow. I mean, I mean, the first thing I remember him was um, Accepted. That's the first movie I remember him in. And oh, I, yeah. That one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dodgeball. Jeepers Creepers. I remember him from Jeepers Creepers. Oh no, he was. Um, I remember him from Galaxy Quest. <clears throat> he was one of the ones that helped him find the uh, uh, get on the ship and everything. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> that's, that's right. right. I, forgot. I forgot he was the one um, in that, but I never watched any of Jeepers Creepers or whatnot. But yeah, no. After that, then it was. Dude, Jeepers I couldn't. Dude, and Jeep, two, and then Jeepers Creepers Dodgeball. was creepy. I do Jeepers Creepers. I remember it especially because we were like we were in high school because I was feeding calves in the morning and I see bats flying over me and I start panicking a little bit and I'm like no this is not fun man I don't like this. right yeah two two thousand one and then two came out in oh three Jeepers those, creepers, those were shoot those were close together 
Yeah, I think it was one of those ones where they shot him almost back to back. Like it was yeah. a long running thing. So, um, but we'll see. I mean, I'm glad that he's in it. I do like him as an actor. Accepted is literally that's a movie that if I see on, I have to watch it. If those of you don't know or haven't watched it, it actually has Jonah Hill in it as well. There's actually mm-hmm. a few few people in it that are um, well known. And yeah. uh, bas- basically, Justin Long doesn't get into a school. So he creates a basically they rent out this place and they make a fake college and all the they go party there. And it's most famous for Jonah Hill wearing a hot dog costume and yelling, mm-hmm. ask me about my wiener. And that's what his like thing was like the fraternity thing or something like that. I don't know. What right. Yeah. Yeah. No. And except that Blake Lively was in it. Lewis Black and um, yep. Adam Hirschman, which if you saw him, you would see that. The black but, guy, right? No, he's um, no. The black guy is the, the guy. The black guy is a well-known guy too from Accepted. Oh, I don't know, Columbus Short. Yes, I've never. You, you, you know why you would know him? So I loved, I loved him in a bunch of the stuff he did, and then he turned out to be a scumbag. Um, what yeah. was? It? Columbus Short is he was in Something Scandal. Save the he Last Dance. Yes, he was known for a lot of stuff, and then he um, I can't remember. Yeah, I never seen any of those. So I really yeah, like Scandal. He was yeah, a dancer. He the, was a dancer as well. Yeah, Losers, Whiteout, Something Yard, Cadillac Record. I can't remember what he did. Columbus Short. What was it? He did something. Uh, domestic violence. Domestic violence. Okay, that's what it was. Okay. It is in a couple instances, but I digress. Um, well, I'll watch the Goosebumps series. I've been catching up on everything. All I have left to watch this week is I have one episode of Andor to watch and one episode of The She-Hulk, which is, have been amazing. I did watch the first episode of The Rings of Power, and uh, it's a lot going on, man. It's a lot, but that's it. I'm not doing any of my other shows right now because me and the wife will sit down sometime and binge watch like six episodes of 911 and stuff like that. But uh, I'm the watching next... Dahmer. That's about it. Oh, we, we need to watch that one too. Um, yeah. She won't watch the. Uh, what's I'm the curious one? on how it ends. Is my biggest thing. I want to watch. <laughs> I want to watch Smile, but she won't watch Smile with me. Um, oh yeah, well there's a couple of them that came out on on Netflix, like the Monsters movie just came out. Yep. Um, or came out last week. Um, Dahmer. There Wednesday was a, is coming out. Another one too that had just come out. Yeah, Wednesday's coming out. I can't remember. <laughs> what it was i mean i have it saved shows how much i watch i know f is for family got renewed again I'm well I, just family big mouth big mouth did oh i forgot so well, well, before we go to the next one also um halloween ends is on paramount or peacock one of the two i can't remember which one has it i think it's peacock it's already yeah, on I, streaming halloween ends wow yeah and that just came out yesterday and um, the crazy part today, yesterday or today, I can't remember. But the crazy part about that one is Jamie Lee Curtis has signed a thing saying she will not do any more Halloween movies. She won't do any more. So, well, I mean, on this one, you know, Halloween ends is probably a good setting off 
for it. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I'm so, I should say setting off for her or her character, but you know, right. She's older in it. So you could have a daughter, granddaughter, whatever it is. You do something. Off. Yeah. <clears throat> like everything. You could just keep it going and going and going. I, I did see a funny interview she did where she said that she wanted to see uh, Lindsay Lohan play her character from Freaky Freaky Friday. So have her play oh, the mom and Freaky Friday. Her, right. Yeah, I think that'd be funny. That's um, funny. Well, also speaking of, well, before we go and we're kind of on Netflix, that they're going to launch an ad-supported tier at six ninety nine starting yep. November 3rd. Yep, November so, 3rd. And here's the crazy part. You if, you get the, if you get the ad-supported tier, it only streams in 720p. So... They, oh, yeah, that's right. I see. Yeah. It is downgraded from what they do because you can get 4K through netflix it's a little more but you can get 4k and um you know i think it's kind of shady the sucky part is so people don't know this if you buy anything any show movie through apple so if you buy a standard definition or or whatever the movie is and in four years they it gets upgraded in the quality to 4k you automatically get it in 4k through apple they automatically upgrade you so I get why they're doing the 720p because it's going to take less to stream it. So it basically is going to be less bandwidth going against them. But um, we'll see how people like it because I want to know how many ads there are. Because, like, I would right. never go for ads. But if it worst came to worse and you get one ad per show, most of the shows are 30 to 40 <laughs> minutes. So, I mean, it's still not that bad. Right. Or are they going to like spread the ads, you know, right. like two or three different sections? Or is it just like in the middle? Um, you know, sometimes if I do a minute long commercial, yeah, TiVo something, it'll be like, oh, um, add one of three, add two of three, yep. you know, and you can't yep. fast forward it right um, on it. So, I mean, we'll see. But I mean, you know, at the 720, like you said, it's it's, you know, when you're when you're streaming or whatnot, it's not taking up that much bandwidth and whatnot and with it being you know cheaper and having um ads on it i mean it kind of kind of makes sense and like i said i'll try it out and then maybe they'll go up to 1080 or or it'll be another um fee for it yeah uh yeah go up a dollar right i mean because i mean the sucky the sucky part is with the, the TV technology, I know there is a way people can upgrade 720 to 1080 through just their television. So that's not that bad. But if you have a right. TV that's not capable of that, I have heard watching 720 on a, like a like my TV is 4K. If you watch anything below 1080, it looks like trash. So well, yeah, yeah, it looks like you know you got the rabbit ears on it, which yep. is funny because back in the day it was like, oh my gosh, 720 was so nice, and then. Like you said, I mean, 1080 and 4K, and then you got the OLED and all of that stuff. Now you got 8K. They have 8K now. Jeez, what's next? Is it going to go to 4A and go to 16K, or is it going to go to 12K? So they have the new 4090, the graphics card. And I watched a streamer today, and he goes, he goes, you can stream 300 frames per second at 1080p, 200 frames per second, at, in 4k that's how wow. good it is that's how wow. good it is but it's gonna be expensive so exactly <laughs> um next we're gonna go into the marvel news so this is all kind of um connected yeah, um, the two are kind of much 
Titan. Marvel's Blade movie is on hold now after they lost the director. And so Marvel delayed Blade, Deadpool 3, Avengers, Secret Wars, and more. They basically shifted them back to the next date. So Blade got removed. Deadpool got put pushed back. I think it was two months. Most of them are getting put, pushed back a couple months. And then um, I believe the Secret Wars got pushed back to 2025. Um, the crazy part was the second this got announced, another, uh, I can't remember what movie it was, but a movie got moved to the date that yeah. Blade was supposed to come out. That it was, it, well, it was I mean. Disney is sneaky like that. I don't think you remember when one of the Star Wars movies came out. Mm-hmm. They, the Pirates of the Caribbean was supposed to be released on the in like date December. in December, and yeah. they flip flopped them. And all they were doing was they wanted people to put their movies around the Pirates of the Caribbean, and that's what happened with Avatar. That's why Avatar got delayed because they moved it. And James Cameron's like, we're not releasing it next to a Star Wars. And it was a bunch of just, it was just a bunch of debacle. So, right. Um, well, and all of them are just pretty much placeholders, you know, for yep. at the end of the day, there's placeholders for That's it. That's all it is. And you know, they move them back and forth or move this one up or move this one back because, oh, this movie is doing so good or this one's, you know, whatever it is. Or they don't, like you said, don't want to compete against something else, right. which may be a sister studio. So, all that you're doing is just cutting into your own profit. I do know that uh, Mahershala, Mahershala Ali um, was pretty upset um, about the delay because, you know, he is um, uh, he is the Blade character and he does have some lines in uh, the Eternals, the end of the Eternals. He is the one that inter- interacts with uh, Kit Harrington's character. Um so he's pretty upset about it. They haven't said they've been lo- Marvel's been losing directors quite a bit, and all they keep saying is that um, basically there's the, the studio has too much control over what's being done. It's the same excuse that um, those two dudes that were going to do the solo movie said too. They didn't want to make the movie that that the people wanted. They wanted the movie they wanted to make, and so people are are bou- bouncing like crazy and. I mean, it is it, to me. It is what it is. Um, I am sad because Blade. I love Blade. I loved, um, uh, what's his face? What's, what's his snipes? Amazing Blade. Uh, I thought that was great. But um, well, I wonder if he's going to be in it just to get another check. I mean, it's going to go straight to you know taxes. But he, he he needs some help. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. You know, whatever. Right. Um, next, we have Adam. Everyone, so I, I'm going to say it this way: Adam Copeland, better known as Edge from WWE. Um, if you would follow that, Christian and Edge were like who I grew up with. Um, and then you have Suzanne Cryer and Jessica Parker Kennedy have been cast as Percy Jackson villains. So they're filling this cast out. Um, one thing I don't know if you've noticed this, Tim, but. Um, People are becoming super toxic about um, not inviting people back to movies. I'm sorry. Um, if they're doing a sequel or rebooting, there is no there's no standing, oh, I need to invite, you know, 
this person back because they were in the first one or the, there's, that's not an obligation. So all I ever see when this news comes out is how dare they do this or how dare they do that. And so I'm just positive we're getting a new Percy Jackson with better technology and we're going to see what happens. Right. No, exactly. It'll be, uh, uh, you know, hopefully they do it, do it right and do it good. Yeah. Um, Disney is developing Society of Explorers and Adventurers film. What the heck is that? Why does this sound it, familiar? It's the Sia. Uh, it's um, like the uh, the Jungle Cruise. Um, I'll ask like that. And then they have the Skipper's Cantina yep. uh, down in Disney World. And they have like a little shout out to that with stuff on the on the walls. And it's funny. Everyone's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be awesome. You know, because Ryan Reynolds um, company is going to produce this like who maybe he's going to be in it or whatnot. It's like, um, okay, easy. You know, they're just, uh, you know, they haven't even written it yet. You know, they're just starting it. So um, hopefully they they do it good. They do it right because, you know, anything with Disney and especially this deep cut, you're going to have to, you know, do do it well and not. Yeah you know stretch anything or 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 whatnot so we'll uh we'll see how it goes and and who will be um uh who will be cast in it probably the yeah (laughs) i wouldn't doubt it um disney animation immersive experience coming soon first stops in toronto and cleveland so this sounds like it's going to be a traveling thing yeah, it it looks pretty cool. Almost looks like um like how they have those like laser light shows that you could go to. It's kind of something similar to that where um you know like I said it's going to be obviously, you know, immersive and um it looks like very technology heavy based um on it. So, you know, obviously they announced, you know, cool with uh with it traveling um on it. So, We'll kind of see it. It, it kind of looks like it's like almost a walking art gallery, but okay. the pictures are obviously, like it says, interactive and um, more like a, like a projection or movie screen on it. So it's not like um, you know, like the the haunted mansion on the walls, how the portraits change. Um, right. On that, it's more so you know digitally done so looks looks pretty cool so like i said looks like it kicks off in in toronto and um and cleveland so it says well complete schedule will be uh available soon so it'll be interesting to see how close it comes to uh to us i'm sure they're gonna have something at the disney family museum possibly um in a hall down there but see if it comes more in the in the interior of California. Yeah, well, we'll see. Well, Tim should make sure he goes to that because I know Tim would be fascinated by that. <laughs> yeah, that looks uh, the one picture that they shot that they showed. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, next, we have the first teaser trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie is released. I did not watch it because everyone was so angry about it. Oh but... my gosh! Right. So the so, so bad. The, so the funny thing is, you know, and it's no spoilers because it's the trailer. Um, but Mario, which is voiced by Chris Pratt, 
doesn't have, you know, like the Italian accent that you see as the stereotypical Mario on it. So everyone's all up in arms about that. But you, I think it's the French one that's dubbed over or not dubbed over that they have the voice actor doing that one. And he's doing it in French with the Italian accent. So everyone's like, hey, don't watch this in it. Watched it in in, uh, in French and, you know, and put the English subtitles on and there you go. Like, oh my gosh, really? But, I mean, I get it because every Super Mario's thing is, you know, well, besides the movie with um, John Leguizamo and um, Bill Hoskins, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they got the, the Italian accent, so... Oh, it's yeah. Like I could, I get it, but then again, I don't. It's like really, that's what you're gonna hang your hat on. So it's like, well, then don't watch the movie. So, but I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It looks good. If he would have done the accent, what people are gonna say? Or does this look like Mario? Or why is he being racist? He shouldn't do that. He should have gone to an Italian person. Oh yeah, exactly. You're gonna get it on both ends, and then you're gonna have the, uh, um you know, Italian, whatever, come after him because it's done wrong or whatever it is. But they got a good cast of of characters in it that uh, did the voicing. Really? Oh, yeah. Chris Pratt, Mario, um, Anya, A-N-Y-A, I don't know, Taylor Joy is Princess Peace, Charlie Day is Luigi. Jack Black is Bowser, Michael uh, Keegan Michael K is Toad, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong, Fred Armiston is Cranky Kong. Um, that's pretty much about it. Well, and I know that I think everyone was kind of mad too because Jack Black has been doing TikToks and videos of him being Bowser, and everyone loves it. So, right, yeah, no, he he really and embraces the character what i would really like to see is like how you see all the disney movies back in the day in the 90s in that renaissance era is especially like with robin williams and and all of them uh a behind the scenes of them voicing it like jack black chris well all all of them jack black chris platt keegan michael k seth rogan fred armiston because they're all comedians uh, except for maybe um chris pratt and jack black i mean they are they're funny but they didn't come up as being a comedian is seeing them in the sound booth uh, on it. I think that would be, you know, because you know they're going to be animated and whatnot on it. Yeah, so. yeah. But, you know, as far as, you know, you take that out, I think everyone was 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 fine with it. Yeah, well, we'll see how they, we'll see how it fares when they release more info. Um New details have emerged with the Harry Potter Ministry of Magic attraction at Epic Universe. Um, it looks phenomenal with the ideas behind it. Um, basically, you're going to be going towards, you're going to the trial of Dolores Umbridge. And basically, um, it, I can't tell if it's an actual attraction. It's an actual attraction, isn't it? Um, it's hard Yeah, to and it's flagship Ministry of Magic attraction. So, and it's basically, I can't tell if it's going to be like in a cart a la Rise of the Resistance or what it's going to be, but you're going to go to the trial and things go haywire, Death Eaters show up, and that's basically what they're they're going off of. Yeah, it looks, oh wait, oh that's the land, yeah, Interactive Wands will be um, 
integrated yeah, into yeah. the land, apparently with upgrades. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't say as far as um, what what uh what it will be i mean it is it is an attraction i guess you enter through the fireplace exit through or enter through a room that has all the fireplaces exit through a fireplace um yeah <laughs> yeah no <clears throat> oh the ride crash Okay, so it's uh, the ride concept has since changed to be more like the system of the Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man at Universal. Okay. Um, adventure. Okay. We'll have a dual-sided station like Harry Potter and Escape from Green Gods. So there mm. you go. Yeah. So well, it's that's cool. good to know. Yeah, I like Harry Potter, so I'm, I'm kind of. Well, and it seems like okay. it's going to be super interactive too with the wands and whatnot as well. Well, the wands will be in the land. I don't think that's going to be in the actual ride itself, though. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, like the like in the land and probably in the queue, uh, you know, as well, possibly. Um, like how you have the Play Disney app and, you you know, get a little hidden things in the uh, in the queue. So, but no, it's it's cool. It'll be in- interesting. Yeah, it will be. Um Lastly, in the general uh, pile is uh, Dame Angela Lansbury, the voice of Mrs. Potts, passed away at the age of 96 in her sleep. Um, I literally, re- as of like, I think like a month ago, I looked up to see if she was still alive because I hadn't heard anything about her lately. But um, yeah, sadly, she did pass away. They said it was in her sleep. So, you know, I mm-hmm. guess it's, it's the way you want to go. Um, and I can remember. As far back as I could, going to my grandma's house, and I was always watching old school Perry Mason, and then watching uh, Murder She Wrote. I watched Murder She Wrote oh, yeah. so much. I'm sure you probably do with your grandma too, Tim. Um, actually, not necessarily Murder She Wrote with my grandma, but um, I think to be honest, I no, I watched it with my mom. Okay. The mur- <clears throat> Murder She Wrote. So, but yeah, no, exactly. I mean, that's how, you know knew her initially from that obviously she's done a lot but you know murder she wrote and then um like you said miss mrs Potts. but you know having one of the longest careers with over 80 years active so that's <clears throat> crazy and uh and a very a decent voice and um oh yeah and e- even as she aged she still would come up and sing um you know her iconic song from beauty and the beast and um you know did did it well for being you know in her 80s at the time yeah i mean when was the last time that she last film she was in was in i mean 2022 glass onion a knives out mystery oh yeah she did bed knobs and broomsticks broomsticks too i forgot about that she was in Mary Poppins Returns, The Grinch. There's quite a few stuff. And she was born London. October 16th, 1925, yeah. Oh, yeah, they said four, four days shy of her birthday she passed. Or five days shy of her birthday. So, oh, um, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, all RIP to her. Uh, she died in L.A., natural causes. Hmm. 
Wow, she lit. She's been, her husband died nineteen years ago. Wow, wow, that's her crazy. Home, she was a she was a cradle robber. Her husband was was twenty four years her junior. Good for her. Hmm. Wow. All right. Oh, she was married in nineteen forty five. Before Jesus. She would have been twenty. She was born in twenty five. Oh no, she was born in nineteen eighteen. I'm sorry. He he. They got married in 1949. I apologize. Oh okay. Yeah. So he was 84. Uh, yep. I mean, it's sad to see another one pass, but I mean, 96 lived a hell of a life, and Good run. you know. Yep. Exactly. And it's you know, it's. Well, I guess I shouldn't say good to see, but you know that it was of natural causes, and you know it's not like oh hey she's you know towards the end there is kind of declined or anything like that. Cause she had, you know, X, Y, and Z or what. Right. Not. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So lots of prayers to her and her family and yep. RIP. Yep. Um, but now we're, we're, we're now we're going to go to pause. Before, before we moved on, I didn't want to take away from her. Uh-oh. Did you see the video of um, Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox at the New York comic-con? Yes, I did. Oh man. I, Michael J. Fox. I mean, good for him, but that Parkinson's is a heck of a disease. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm. Yeah, I, and what what bothered I, me about it was everyone's like it was a touching scene, and I'm like, no, he's trying not to fall down while he's walking out there. I go, he's not. I go, they do have a love for each other, but right. he wasn't hugging him because he hasn't seen him in a long time. He was yeah. holding on to him because he can barely stand. Right. I mean, you could see it. You know, initially, you know, they hug and embrace, but I mean, it's not like a big old long hug, and you could see. You know, uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd, you know, kind of put out his his arm like, hey, do you want to hold it or, you know, and, yeah. and put his arm out um, on it? It's not. But, you know, I mean, props to to Michael J. Fox. It just sinks, stinks to see him or anybody like that where you look at his old movies and then, you know, you look at him now and, and on that. And it's yeah, it's just I know he you know. did. He did a show not too long ago. And yeah. they basically integrated the Parkinson's into his character. So I right. thought that was kind of nice because, um, uh, I mean, it's like you said, I mean, he found out, I mean, how he was on, he was on the sitcom when that he found out about it. Um, on Spin City? No, 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 no. Like his, from the 80s. Oh, uh, 1991 film fox was first diagnosed when he knows the twitch in his left little finger when he was working on the set of the 1991 film doc holiday he told people magazine yeah so i know like uh, every single person like there's been a bunch of people that have like died or had problems from what show was he on you know what i'm talking about right um uh, yeah uh oh, he that was Good family fight. ties. Family ties. Oh, you're going way back. Yeah. He was in family ties. No, a bunch of people have died from that show, like from mysterious stuff. But the one that he was in was the the good place. Oh, the good wife. He was on the good wife and they played they they had the Parkinson's in as as his like his character had Parkinson's. Yeah. And and then I remember, I think I remember watching it and the way they integrated it was basically when he introduced himself and she asked him if you're okay. He's like, oh, it's just my Parkinson's or something like that. So, 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, he was in Lil Nas X, the, the origin. Yep, as Marty, as, as Marty McFly. McFly. Yep. What the? Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that music video. Oh, you know what? It was probably a. Uh oh no, it shows him as I thought it was maybe like a flashback, um, of something from um you know Back to the Future, but it shows this picture right here of him like recent little nos x and outlaw in wild west stumbles upon a familiar drunkard and gets a warning from a mysterious stranger hmm. santa claus is in it he too. says he says whatever you do nas don't go to 2020 <laughs> right that's funny we'll have to watch it after this um now we're going to the hall the uh holiday the the disney piles um, if you like what we're talking about, want to bring up topics, like we always say, linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast gaming. Um, the first thing we have in the general pile is the Imagineering Story book is coming November 8th and now available for pre-order. Now, this is that book we talked about a while back where it's basically the origins of Imagineers, right? Yeah, yeah. And they did the um, the documentary on Disney yes. Plus, but this is... <laughs> um, um, 752 pages wow um, on it so i mean it's i mean obviously they did um and it was by leslie iworks which of iworks was um one of the i believe the original nine old men um on it and um so they did the you know six episode mini series on it so obviously if they did six episodes this is going to be you know a a big book so um but it says it's available. Oh, there's a price for under thirty dollars as of publishing, and will release uh, November eighth, twenty twenty two. So it's twenty six. Oh man, it's cheaper than I thought. Twenty six ninety nine for the hardcover and fifteen ninety nine for the digital. So that's actually pretty good for having, you know, almost a thousand pages in it. Jeez. So, but I would be curious to see. Um, what pictures and everything are going to be in it uh that would be that would be cool so but there you go hmm well we'll see how it does i like those kind of books and stuff like that especially if there's lots of pictures so right um construction of disney imagineering lake nona campus yet to begin this is the one that they delayed till 2025 i think it is well, isn't this the one where they moved everybody out of California to go over there? No, <laughs> and, they, they stopped gonna, that. And then we're going to build the, the campus. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then so. they stopped it because a bunch of the, something happened. And then all the guys that like quit were like super upset because they literally quit their jobs because they wouldn't move to Florida. And now yeah. they don't have to move to Florida yet. And now, yeah, and now nothing's happening. And that was right in the middle of um, Disney and Florida. Yep button heads so yep. oh it's delayed until 20 it's originally supposed to be completed in 2023 now it's delayed until 2026 yep wow yep that's always fun when stuff like that happens yep it's, huh. um, interesting yeah right now it's a retention pond is what it is mm-hmm. it looks nice i mean they got all the uh 
what they say they did completely prep all the ground including moving a retention palm so it, it looks nice and flat everything but ain't no movement after that except for a pond i mean i think the big problem they're going to run into is the fact that um i mean when you break it down when you break it down by the time they get to break the ground they're probably going to have to change certain things too so Yeah, I mean, unless it's something, oh, I don't know, you know, because it is an election year over there for the governor, you know, maybe they delayed it thinking something there, but I, I don't know. I don't think because everything that I heard is that basically he's almost running unopposed and should have an easy role in retaining it. But I mean, that could be looking into it too much or you know like you said maybe they had to they thought they were good to go and then with all the hubbub and hoopla that came up they needed to step back reassess and you know go from there yeah um next we go to disney resorts abroad tokyo disney resort finally removed temperature checks before park entry uh, as we said last week, that's just like one of the Asian facility type thingy. It's just they're they're extra precautious since COVID did start over there. They have been extra. Like I don't know if you've ever watched. If you haven't, Google Google rope drop at Tokyo Disney. Just Google rope drop at Tokyo Disney. That's insane. It's a pure madness at those parks. So, right, and isn't it like they're like actually like kind of day near running even though you're not supposed to and kind of gets a little violent with them pushing and shoving but i mean and i mean in the in the parks abroad it's there's different manners over there so what may not be appropriate here in the states may um be appropriate over there so i know some people get a little culture shock um over yep. there with how some of the locals treat the park but it's it's normal you know it's part of the culture over there yeah um, so yeah interesting but i mean there you go and the nice thing with that is is it's one less thing that you have to do before getting into the park so even though it probably didn't take that long to um do the screen but it still takes time times however many people are going in there so one less thing you have to do so that's good yeah um and on to disney world um walt disney world saved the life of 14 year old gay boy yeah so on this it's kind of a clickbaity title and i'm still trying to figure it out at first i thought it was um something like fake news or um like i said a really clickbait title Mm -hmm. but it was a um singer billy mckinley wrote about how uh how at 14 years old he ran away to walt disney world and the experience saved his life so um you know went there um and I guess because what did it say? Oh, 14. He was a, you know, a young gay boy. And this was, um, oh, it doesn't say what year it was. 
at 11 years old. Yeah. <clears throat> so I guess he, you know, kind of ran away, went there because um, he had a difficult home life, sent away to a Catholic military school. That is a heck of a, I mean, not yeah. Catholic school, but Catholic military school. Jeez. I, I didn't even know that existed. Right. It might not anymore. Um, uh, and, this, and the special was life-changing to him because he, um, uh, what was it? He watched The Wonderful World of Disney. So, and then I guess he watched... Um, Glenn Campbell arrived at the grand opening of Walt Disney World, and I guess that stuck with him. So I guess all of this kind of helped him out. It was an interesting article uh, on it. So, but yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, good. Good for him. Yeah, you know. um, Full story at the Daily Beast. So, you know, I don't even I don't even know. Like, I feel like. Um, a lot of people, that's the thing I like about Disney is that Disney can be inspirational to basically everyone. Doesn't matter what your situation is. It can make you feel welcome. And, um, what's funny to me, this sounds bad, but every single video you see on TikTok, every single video you see on YouTube about someone quote unquote ruining my magic, it's always some entitled white person that's just being a complete, you know, a-hole, a-hole. And I'm just glad to see, like, you know, if if is if anyone listening has never been to the parks or has never had the opportunity just to sit there and people watch, um, you know, one of my most favorite things to do is when you see a family and they're trying to take a selfie in front of the castle and you go, hey, would you like to take a picture for you? And you see how happy they are because guess what? I've been blessed enough where I've gone a bunch of times. Tim's gone a bunch of times. His family's gone a bunch of times. Everyone we know has gone a bunch of times. Like, I look at my Facebook, and I know someone at Disneyland almost every single week. And But those people, they might be the only time they get to go with their, their kids as kids. They waited till their kids were the right age. And to see how happy it makes them, they all can get in the photo, that's going to be their Christmas card. That's their Christmas card photo. Right. And you can just feel the magic. You know, I've never seen anyone have the magic ruined, quote-unquote, but... You know, I'm glad to see this kid, you know, Walt Disney World did that for him. And, you know, it's been fun. Right, exactly. And especially, you know, being that young and that many years ago were, you know, wasn't probably as accepted as it is, you know, nowadays. So glad that, that is true to, to find um, something, you know, which was Walt Disney World that helped him through tough times that that is that's that's very true because you like you said you never know what anyone's going through and you know for me that's just that's that's pretty cool right right and to, and something that um you know isn't widely talked about at that period of time so it was like you know you had to know the secret handshake to get into the club in the back door because you couldn't have a front door because you know, they burned down the place or whatnot. Um, yeah, for it. So for sadly, him, right? Exactly. So for him, and it it still happens today because you have people that just do dumb things like that. Um, but for him to, you know, find solace at Walt Disney World. I mean, hey, good good for him. And it seemed like it continued through the years um, as well. 
I mean, I'm not going to lie. I know whenever we go there, you know, it's been a couple years now. We're hopefully going to go this year sometime. We're not sure yet. Um, obviously, with them raising prices, it doesn't make my wife any more psyched to go. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's one of those things. Um, annual pass holder park entrance has returned to Magic Kingdom, which is amazing. It's a great thing. And I have a feeling when they bring the wristbands to... Um, um, Disneyland. to Disneyland, they'll probably do a annual pass holders line for that as well because it will be so much easier just to baby. Because right. that's the thing when they bring those bands, people don't realize they have a lot of stuff information on those bands, and it's going to take a minute to put everything in because you're going to have the person that doesn't know what they're doing and they're going to screw it up. So, oh, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it's essentially whatever's on your phone is now going to be on your band because your band's connected to your phone, yeah. um, on it. Uh, so, and, and the nice thing is, is I'm sure they got this, I didn't read the whole article, but they've had it before. And I'm sure it's just at certain times during the day that they're going to have it, um, you know, dedicated entrance to oh, that. No, 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 no. They have it all the time. Maybe like, you know, a couple, <clears throat> but I'm sure it's, you know, people who don't have annual passes can go through it if they're, uh, no, no. No, I've seen it before. They've had lines backed up with the the separate lines, and you cannot go over there. They will shut it down and open up a different one next to the ones that are already open, but they never – they don't allow people to go through it. I've watched it because I saw someone say one time they were mad because they closed it down because it was so busy on the other side of the regular entrance, but they did yeah. not have it. And then I think the next week, it was before COVID, they had one at least one line dedicated to annual pass holders only. And I think that was right when they were testing out the no bag line, too. Oh, yeah. Huh. I didn't know you were at, went to Walt Disney World and saw it. When? So, nice. And it's and it's got a uh, a different uh, color placard on the top of it, too, yeah. so it sticks yeah. out even more. Yeah, so. no, and the reason why I know so much about it is I, was, I watched, I don't know why, I went down a rabbit hole of those dudes that go to Disney and the wall following them on their on their youtube adventures and it was like the biggest complaint at the time i'll never forget that's why i don't forget it it's because they were like oh man we gotta wait in the line with the normies basically and i was oh like gosh wow right. you're that mad well i think the problem was is would they did, much well it, what it was is, is so you know how you said oh hey let people go through when there's nobody in line right. what happened was when they first started it, they were doing that thing where they would close it and open it, close it and open right. it. And they're like, what's the point of having this line if you're going to close it and open it? It doesn't make if any you're, sense. Yeah. And I get I, what they were trying to do. They are trying to gauge times that people would come in. It makes sense. Right. No, exactly. And I, you know, I'm surprised they haven't started this earlier. Because, I mean, even in, like, the turnstiles at, Dis- well, at Disneyland or, um, I guess, technically, they don't have turnstiles at disney world um but even with it you know they're all of them are really only open for like what the first maybe one or two hours then after that once yep. the crowds go in they you know you could there's always you know a handful of them or a couple of them that that are closed after you know the initial uh flood of people in there unless it's a you know super busy day or everyone's coming over for fireworks or whatnot so i'm surprised like i said I, they haven't started this um a while ago well and i so they they had i think the reason why why they didn't do it was i don't think they could have with with the pandemic stuff 
there wasn't enough people to maintain that. No, I mean like five, seven years ago, like way before the pandemic, um, you know, have it something like that, especially when you had a lot more annual pass holders and they'd feel. I I think people kept, people kept asking about that, asking about that. And you know how Disney is, is they'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're thinking about it. And then they'll, they'll throw some toys at you to keep you, you know, preoccupied. Right. Well, and the thing is, is you got to have somebody stationed there too. So that's a, you know, a, an hourly employee that's standing there the whole time as well. And I know a lot of people that are going now, some of them have ha- passes, but they come with someone that doesn't. So you don't want to separate from them. So you're just going to wait in the regular line anyways. So, right. No, you know, exactly. I think a lot of the single people are going back. I know Connor from Kong Kong's Cantina is contemplating renewing his pass or not. And I told him you better, because unlike us here, guess how yeah. many times guess how many times he has to go a month because he's a Florida resident. How many times he has to go to a month to justify an annual pass at Disney World? A month or a year? A month. A a month? Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I know for us it was like if you went like seven times a year, it seven did times it. a year, it was worth it. Yeah. Uh, so I went, mean, for him, if he goes once a month, it's yep, it, would, it pays it would, for it. Yep. It'd be worth it, and I mean, I know for him being a local, and um, it's free parking, free parking too for them. Right, exactly. But at least with him, it's nice where you know, it's not only just for people renewing magic keys. You could actually get a new magic key. So we're, we're still waiting. no, they can't they can't get annual passes there. Oh, it's the same thing like for here. It's only renews, renewals. There, there you could still renew. You cannot get a new one, but you could keep renewing. Yeah, it's just like, new just, like, just like ours right now. Right, but theirs never changed. They never changed their stuff. They kept it the same. So they still have a local pass. Like, they yeah, don't have yeah. a local pass here. Yeah, no, I know. They re- rechanged it when they when they shut it down or anything. But, um, yeah, with, I forgot that you couldn't buy a new a new pass over there. It's just yeah. for renewals only. Just for renewals only. Yeah, I thought it, I thought you could buy them still too, but that's what he was saying. He goes, I don't want to get rid of it because then who knows when they're going to bring it back. Right, exactly. And it's one of those things where like, you know, before they had the magic keys here with the annual passes, you know, it's the same thing where, hey, you can't get new passes for the SoCal Select, but if you renew, you're like grandfathered in until... Yep, yep. Um, you know, you either let it go or they say, hey, you can't renew it anymore. And I couldn't tell if that was a ploy or not. Because I remember right when me and you met up the one time, like, was it 2016, 2017? Uh-huh. Remember, I think we met up, it was 2016, 2017, we met up there. Right. And I remember that was the big thing. They were like, oh, if you have a SoCal pass, make sure you renew it because you're not going to be able to get it again. And they right. would do it. It was like, I think it was like every six months, they'd take it away and they would yep. bring back the SoCal pass. And, and they would take bring, it away. Yep. And then they did the thing where it was a SoCal deal. So it was like, a, I think it was like uh, $75 for a, for a single day pass. And then they did a thing where it was like, you go to Costco and they had yep. a, uh, like it was, wasn't it like a, it was like six trips. So they had like six individual tickets. It was, but you had yeah. to use it before like May thirty. It was weird. They they keep experimenting with Southern California, but yeah, Walt Disney World. I bet you they're gonna love having this entrance back because it's yeah. Oh yeah. Um, this one was crazy. I don't even know. So the Disney Springs Lime uh, Garage Fountain broke. Um, it was like a like a big old big, chunk fell off. It was thick. 
It was thick. Right. That was but, that was like a six inch wide piece, and it was like two three feet wide. Right. But the nice thing is, is it didn't. It fell off in straight down. Fountain. It yep. didn't fall off, and you know, unless there yeah. is somebody in the fountain, which should be in there. Um, it yeah, it just fell off straight down into the fountain, and yeah, like you said, it was it was a big old piece. Hey, it's uh, Florida. You never know who's gonna be in the fountain. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, Walt Disney World Hotel Bell Service is now able to hold alcohol. Nice, there you go. Hey, when you buy the booze at, in Italy and uh, the wine from Italy and in, uh, in Epcot, send it back hey. and they'll hold it. Um, custom holiday song is coming to Guardians the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind for Christmas overlay. That'll be fun. Um, right, that's pretty cool. Um, water feature testing bright. Begins on Journey of Water, inspired by Boana and Epcot. Um, they sure are taking their time with this. Right, but um, it's cool to see it. Um, see it actually, you know, with water, with, with testing the water feature. I mean, right. that means that it's, it's fairly at least close. far enough along to hold water. Right, exactly. Um, now, there's a couple. There's so much. I don't know what's going on at Disney World. Right, it's yes. weird because... Because they announced this stuff, so they did the photo pass, capture your moment, private photo sessions have increased in price. The the new price increases on rapid fill cups at Walt Disney World Resort hotels. The price increased on custom lightsabers and droids at Star Wars Galaxy Edge and Disney's Hollywood Studios. Now, what's weird is, uh, oh no, sorry, they also announced the. Um, date-based pricing for Genie Plus. Minimum 50 bucks now. Same with the Lightning Lane. Lightning Lane's date-based now, too. But what was weird was basically, so like you said right here, it can be $22 per guest per day or higher. And it's they're going about the same way that Disneyland does it for the, the variable pricing on, on the actual tickets. So, yeah. and what's funny is it seems kind of dirty because they're like, oh, yeah, we're raising it at Hollywood Studios. And it's like, well, what about Disneyland? And nothing. Just dead silence. So right. I assume that's coming. But I will say one thing Connor did tell me is. Hold on. Is hold on. What's, what's coming? Probably price rate increases at Disneyland. Oh, yeah. dude, you've been under a rock the past, like, 24 hours? No, 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 no. I meant, like, at the, like, cantina and stuff like that. Like, uh, <laughs> I meant, like, on the actual merchandise. Because they don't – I know th that's different, the entrance. But you would think both can't – both the lightsaber things would both get the same price increases. And they haven't. Oh, uh, yeah, it's – But what well, Connor told me what, – what Connor told me, though, is that Disneyland – you can get merchandise from Batu in downtown Disney. You do not mm -hmm. have to go into Batu. It's not everything, but right. there's some stuff. They don't have any of that in Disney World. In Disney World, so, yeah. And I think the problem is Well, they is need to get that, rid of the Rainforest Cafe, and they can. Well, this is the problem, though. The Rainforest Cafe is at Animal Kingdom, first of all. Second of all, the numbers don't tell you when they look at it in the bottom line, oh, all this Batu merch sold. They're gonna say, "Oh, well, I guess it's doing good in Disneyland. And Disney World might do less, but you got to think how many people legitimately. Let's say we lived in L.A. and our kids are playing in downtown Disney while we go to eat at Italian Italian kitchen, and all mm -hmm. of a sudden we walk by and they go, "Oh, Dad, I want that board. 
well, guess what? Now your kid wants a porg. We just bought two porgs because we're just having a family dinner downtown Disney. Right. And we never even went in the park. And they don't register that, though. So they probably have a much, especially because, like you said, the Rainforest Cafe is now like a forest mood of indoor base and basically yeah, sells Star outpost, all the Star Wars yeah. outpost stuff. Right. So yeah. I think that might be some part of it, what it has to do with this. They're making more money on that bat- Batu. Um, I don't know, though. I don't. I can't tell you 100%. Right. But it has, so, it's increasing. Everything is increasing in prices across the board, both parks. Oh, yeah, yeah, everything. And pretty much everything is increasing by what the um, inflation rate is. So it's not like there's obviously some stuff that's gone up higher, some stuff that hasn't gone up right. as much. But it's pretty much, because uh, I was watching a YouTube video of it breaking down, and it's pretty much what the price of you know inflation has been. So, you know, they're... I just know, I just noticed you said the food and drinks at Disney World 2 went up, which Disneyland already increased last month or the month before. So their well, food yeah. prices, everything already went up. Well, and remember the one gal said that they were going to serve smaller portions too because all the resort guests are fat, pretty much, <clears throat> which didn't like that. So you're going to increase the prices and then lower the portion size. But the thing is, is now, uh, well, we'll get into it, is a lot of this um how do they call it variable pricing or um yep. uh, date based variable pricing yep um, on it so and the thing is is don't think like you're going to be sneaky and oh i'm going to get the lower price one and use it on a higher price day not going to work because guess what then you're going to end up with two of them because you're going to have to buy it for the the higher price day trust me i mean disneyland's not there yep. even though it may be their first rodeo they weren't weren't born yesterday so it does stink on that, um, and just with everything that they did, uh, me and the wife were talking today that she wants to take uh, my son down there or our son down there, and I'm like, they raise the prices, but yet everything is still, you know, the same. They haven't brought back everything that has. I mean, granted, I know some stuff isn't coming back or it is slowly coming back, but it's like I, yeah little sour taste in my mouth i mean not to say that i'm won't go but i'm not going to go as much as i did before just because i don't think you get the bang for your buck unless it's a socal special which i fall into that thankfully my zip code falls into that i know i know and i can't use your address when i go nope unless you get a id get a fake id with my address on it hey that's actually a good idea (laughs) right What's funny it was what it was funny is the like Tim and I have talked. We're, I, I'm gonna convince the wife when we do decide to go down for a Disney trip, we'll probably do a weekend, maybe a week, I don't know yet. And we'll do Knott's Berry Farm for a handful of days and then do a day or two at Disney. Because Knott's Berry Farm, I'm not gonna lie, like we looked it up last time, a lot more rides for kids. Mm-hmm. So, you yep. know, we might do that, you know um so we'll see um but like we said everything everything's going up in price so not don't be surprised we're probably going to mention some other things going up in price but right now it's just this says stuff right now um but we will say when you're doing that fantastic is returning to disney's hollywood studios in november 2022 so i do feel like there is a correlation with them bringing back a lot of the stuff that did get got stopped and the price increases because they do have to pay for things like that Mm-hmm. And 
they did are bringing a new annual pass holder Mickey Mouse popcorn bucket to Disney World, um, which will hopefully not be as crazy as the uh, uh, what's his name? What's the dragon's name? Pete's dragon. No, not Pete's dragon. Puff the magic dragon. No, the pink one. Elliot. Not Elliot. Oh, Figment. Figment. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, and now, so Disneyland Resort, as we mentioned, the ticket prices have increased. I heard it's not as bad as the last price increase because the last one was pretty steep. Right. Um, but with it, they added a new tier as well. Well, so and the six tiers now. The last time they raised it, there was no price point left in the previous range. So that's what was kind of weird. Um, and they did raise Genie Plus price by 25%. So, um, yeah, it looks like um, people are paying for it. And then Rise of the Resistance individual lightning lane jumps to $25 at Disneyland. Here's the problem. I'm going to have to pay for it. I haven't ridden it yet. I'm not going to go down and not ride it. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I mean, that's what everyone's going to gonna do with it. Yep. You know, I'm I, so you're saying to me, I'm guaranteed as long as I get my spot in line, yep. you know, obviously if it sells out, it sells out. But if I get my spot in line, I pay my 20 bucks, I'm 25 bucks. I'm going to be able to write it. But now the thing that stinks is, is you got three in your family. It's going to cost you 75 bucks to ride that. Right. Unless the wife doesn't want to go with you and take the son, then it's 25 bucks or you and the son go on and the, you know, whatever it is. Right, right. But, you know, still it, it stinks. Yeah. Uh, and it is funny, not the next one down with the one down after that. Um, <laughs> it was just a matter of time before that was going to happen. What web singers of Spider-Man Adventure Lightning Lane now a part of GD Plus service? Yeah, because no one was yep. riding it. No more lightning. Exactly. Well, when it was a walk on and why am I going to pay money for this maybe in the beginning what the first month maybe yeah nope, and then after nope, that nope. it was no i'm telling you i've heard from so many people they said that, that nobody wanted to write it because basically it's so close to toy story mania and it's hard a harder concept my sister mm-hmm. flat out said that she goes i'd rather write toy story mania because i have something that I can do i'm not flicking my wrists like right. spider-man it- yeah, and getting mad. Yeah, no, when uh, Mr. J went down there, the first time he wrote it, he's like, oh, this is cool. Then he wrote it again, and basically he just recorded it with his phone through the 3D glasses and sent um, the uh, the recording to me. He's like, yeah, once is, it's cool to do it it's once, plenty but after enough. that, that's, that's about it. I'm like, wow, the repeatability is not good on it. Yeah. Yeah, so um, which that's stinks fun. because that was supposed to be like the next big thing there, and get a whole bunch of people back into you know, or keep people in Avengers Campus, and it was you know this big e-ticket attraction, and not you know you're gonna shoot spider webs out of your your hands, you know yada yada yada, talk it up, and it's like, eh, it's good for once, no repeatability. They actually, and that's what's crazy is because. Um, that park died like three days after it opened, that section. Right. Well, remember you had to get um, a time to get into the land. And then, and like, that said, only, and that only lasted like two days. Right. Yeah. Two or three days. And then that was it. Maybe for a weekend here, a weekend there in the beginning. Um, and, and then that was it. Yeah. 
yeah, then, then it's like, hey, everyone come come back here. It's like, all the way in the beginning, I had to get get in, basically get in line to come back here. And now it's, I wait a week and you're begging for people to come back here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so we'll see how this helps with it because it, you know, it's probably not going to help at all. Um, yeah. But we are getting magic bands. They're coming to Disneyland Resort on October 26th. It's going to be a soft rollout because obviously you can't, anyone who's an annual pass holder, you can't force them to get a magic band, especially if they just bought their pass. And you right. do have to pay for the magic band. So, I mean, we'll see how long it takes them to roll, roll all of it there. Right. Well, and the funny thing is, they said, oh, coming in, what was it, in fall. Dude, you were like right at the end of fall here, you know, cutting it close to get it, get it out um, on it. I, I don't know when winter starts, but I mean, you know, it's it's getting close. But the thing is, is all the infrastructure is pretty much already there because you're scanning a barcode on your phone for yep. fast passes or whatnot or hold, you know, or holding it, you know, using the tap function, whatever it is which is essentially what these are. So, you know, it's not going to be that. At least the nice thing is, is once you do get it, the infrastructure is there. So it's not like, oh, only these two rides work with it because we're trying to do everything else where they've already kind of had the infrastructure there. Now it's just waiting for um, the Magic Bands to to come out. So yep. there you go. So I'm sure it'll be curious to see once they do hit the stores or have limited edition ones or whatnot, how many people are going to buy all of them up and then resell them on eBay. Yeah. Um, we're going to see, cause I, 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 if we do go, I'm getting, I'm getting a magic band cause I'm just cool like that. And I do know they have ones that work with your Apple watch. So my Apple watch won't, it won't work with mine cause mine, mine's old. Um, but you, if you have the standard band, they have a, uh, on Etsy, they have a hookup you can plug your magic band into so you can keep it on your uh, Apple watch. Right. Oh, and that's, you know, that's nice as well. And the nice thing is, is I just have to buy it once and that's it because it just downloads everything. I think from your connect to your phone or whatever on it. So it's not like, Oh, I got to go again. And then I got to buy another one. Oh, I got to go buy another one. Or, you know, like at Disney world, they first came out. Oh, you're safe at the hotel. Here's your complimentary magic band yep like i got 40 magic bands what the heck am i going to do with all of them yep yeah exactly so um opening date announced for mickey and minnie's runaway railway at disneyland resort uh on january 27th 2023 much sooner um and i believe there's rumors they're going to start opening up that land before they do open up the ride itself so hmm, that's yeah see. that's interesting because i didn't i heard that this was going to open up first and then the land was going to open um on it or i mean it's not going to be the whole land but aspects no. of it so it'll yeah. be interesting to see how they because obviously it's it's not in like the back corner but it's in the back it's not like right there right. In the front by roger rabbits so it'll be interesting i'm sure it's going to be like they do all the time they'll have kind of like a center section uh open going there and then have the walls up and hey here's you know because if no other rides open back there you're only going back there for one thing it's like okay here's get in line over here exits that way you know smell you later so it is interesting that well the nice thing is is just to get people back there and this 
new ride that they got, uh, which is going to be different than Disney World yep. uh, on it. <clears throat> so it's cool that they're opening it, you know, before the whole op- grand opening of the land. So you can at least go back there and check it out and not, oh, hey, the ride's open, but since the land's not open, too bad, so sad. And that is one reason I told the wife we need to go before January 2023 is that, and they're also starting the Disney's 100 Years of Wonder celebration in January. And I'm like, it's going to be insane the first six months. So, yep. and it's going to go for the, usually their year celebrations go for a year and a half like is what they usually go for. months, 18 months. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, and Sleeping Beauty's Castle is getting a, a special decorations of and fountains for the 100th. So that means you know, there's going to be so much more, you know, it, it, you know what I mean? It's going to be crazy. Well, and the funny thing is, is you get those two weeks from Christmas to New Year's are the busiest times there. Yep. Well, now, so that's the end of the year. Now, at the end of January, people are going to, you know, go there for that and then come back for this or not go there for one and come there for, you know, the end of January and uh, and get that. So pretty much I'm thinking you know, all of December and January and probably February is just going to be jam-packed. It's going to be crazy. Exactly. We'll see. Um, Indiana Jones Adventure refurbishment is only going to last three days. So everyone that freaked out, oh my God, it's going to be a cold three days. Three days. Right. Well, and the the thing is, is you don't know how it went, like, when it first goes down, you don't know how long it's going to go down for because the calendar only goes out certain amount. So then yep. you got to wait the next day. Oh, it's still down. Oh, wait the next day. Oh, it's still down. You know, oh, wait the next day. Oh, hey, it's back up. Okay, it's only going to be three days. All right, never never mind um, on it. And who knows? It could last longer. Maybe it's going to last a week. You know, I think it's going to be three days and only last week. But bottom line is, is it's not going to be a big, long, extended refurb um on it so i wonder what the what they're going to refurb on it yeah yeah no and it's gonna be because um, I, I know that they have a they i don't know if they have a machine or their guys know how the rails are easy to fix so maybe it's gonna be mostly cosmetic stuff right exactly or there's something that hey we put a band-aid on it and we need to you know, really, the only way to do it is just to shut it down for a couple of days, go in there, patch it up, you know, do it right. Um, and then that because it's going to be Monday, November 14th through um, Thursday, November 17th. So what that tells me is they want to get it fixed before that um, the Christmas rush comes in. So if it's just easy to shut it down for three days, shut it down for three days. Well, I hopefully it goes according to plan and we don't have to worry about it. Right. Yeah. Um, new Pizza Planet merchandise collection at Disneyland Resort. Oh, that's um. Tim saw. I don't. Did Tim? Did you watch my YouTube video about what I got from Disney? Oh no, I did, dude. I haven't been on with work and everything. And okay. The kids so it's getting a, more it's, in, So no, I have a, not. It's a Toy Story box. I wish there was some Pizza Planet stuff in it because I love the Pizza Planet merch. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look at it because I'm I'm gonna want I'm gonna want the Pizza Planet merch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love I'm it. Surprised, I'm surprised I didn't have anything on it, like a little Toyota or a little, huh, yeah, a little rocket or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
this one, there's two characters. So M'Baku from Black Panther is coming soon to Avengers Campus, Disney's California Adventure, and Werewolf by Night is now appearing at Avengers Campus in Disney's California Adventure. I haven't watched the Werewolf by Night, but apparently it is a it is a tribute to like the Swamp Thing and the old school horror type movies, but it has a Marvel aspect to it. Um, mm. And um, I heard that people said that it's amazing, and what they loved about it was is that it doesn't have any real time. It, it's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it doesn't tell you when it takes place. It doesn't tell you where it takes place. So it's not kind of convoluting the whole story. Oh, that's cool. It's just they're just there kind of hanging out. Yeah, there's no real, hey, look, this is what, it, you know what I mean? This, yeah, nothing like that. Right. Huh, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. So um, I, think, I think it's kind of cool that they're, they bring these people in because, I mean, I don't know. I feel like they after I saw they had the um the warriors, the women warriors from Black Panther there and they legitimately did like acrobatic type things with the weaponry. They had the staffs that they could basically do tricks with. That they have actual stunt people that are doing the stuff like they would do for shows at Walt Disney World or Universal Studios. Um I like that they're bringing these characters in to interact this way because it, it basically they're, they, they're creating a universe. They have a universe there. So when they start bringing in these characters that people are seeing on TV, you know, I mean, where else where you have where Loki, they changed the way the character looked as each evolved on each the show. Week. Exactly. It's insane. Yeah. Yep. And, and I mean, that means that they had that plan, you know, obviously well in advance. Well, it is Disney that, you know, made the show, but it's not like, oh, he just came out here. Let's sew up the costume really quick. You know, they had him. Um, here you are this, this day, this, that day, you know, whatnot. Yep. And, and and it's a quick turnaround into the universe, which is which is cool. And hopefully they do that um with different shows like I mean Loki was perfect because each week he was different. Um, but different shows on on doing that, like if they do oh uh halfway through the season oh he now is doing this or where is this or whatever right, it is, right, right, right. is incorporating that um into the land which i mean it seems like they are already but most of them are just oh hey it's from a movie now we're gonna put them in the land yeah exactly so we'll see who they bring out next you never know i know they're working on stuff for star wars because they're changing the the story now so um they're changing a lot of things. We're going to see what happens. Because for those that don't know, if you haven't read the Thrawn books, Batu is actually traveled to um, in one of the Thrawn books with Anakin Skywalker. So it's a it has old history, and Darth Vader goes there as well. But so they have the potential to do this as well. So we'll see what Which happens. Which is curious because that just means I wonder if they've gotten so many people complaining like, "Hey, where's Darth Vader at? You know, where's the old ones at?" And it was you know, difficult to tell them, oh, well, this, you know, like, they're not here, or, you know, whatever. It's like, well, then why the heck? It's Star Wars. You know, it's Darth Vader. Everyone knows Darth Vader. Well, um, and the biggest it. complaint, the biggest complaint I've seen is people go, similar to having Loki in the costumes, you knew how the series was going to end. Why would you put something out there where, okay, you say, oh, a different timeline. Well, technically, if you watch the movie, there's no Kylo Ren. So how are you having Kylo Ren in this area and not Darth Vader because that doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Well, and the thing is, is you got the generational thing. You know, our parents is Darth Vader. You know, or us, it's you know, kind of the newer ones. 
um, well, actually for us, it would be the prequels to it, which is well, we're gonna get Jar Jar Binks, who, who, who. Um, but you know, and now, you know, obviously with the ones coming in right now, which probably the next generation after us, it's the, you know, Poe, Kylo Ren, you know, all, all of those, mm-hmm. um, in it, Ray, all of that, which is great. But if you want to draw the crowds back, they're both old and young, you're going to have to find a way to get, you know, Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, I mean, Chewbacca's Chewbacca, he's through it, you know, C-3PO, R2, they're in it, you know, from beginning to end. Um, but it's like, hey, I want Darth Vader. I mean, every, you could go probably anywhere around the world, and he is probably in the top recognized, top five recognized villains around the world. Not yep. the United States, not North America, I mean, the world. You know, mm-hmm. you still get kids at Halloween that dress up like them. You know, you always see a video of a kid. What was it? It was a handful of years. Or I think it's pre-COVID. The kid standing in front of the convenience store dressed up as Darth Vader. And the automatic doors. Oh, you know, he did the force with his hand and the automatic doors opened. It was a car commercial. That's what it was. Yep. So it's like, dude, there you go. Right there. So it's like, oh, cool. Star Wars land. I'm going to go back. I'm like, I want to get my picture taken with Darth Vader or Boba Fett mm. or something like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, he's not back here. It's like, but it's Star Wars land. He was in the, oh, no, that's a different timeline. Then it's, you know, then you get the casual guys like, oh, what do you mean different timeline? He was in these movies. Oh, yeah, well, this takes place, you know, now after it's like, but he was like I- iconic, you know, but glad to see that they're bringing them into it. It stinks that it took so long to do it. I could, I see it, but, you know, I think they should have done it in the beginning yeah i mean i i get why i get why they wanted to create a different immersive experience but what i will say is that um never doubt star wars never doubt disney because they're gonna make it work so you know right well and the thing is is you could just all of a sudden just write a little blurb oh hey look yeah i was that too. Um, Anakin came here when he was blah 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 blah. You know, whatever. Well, no, it's in the book, in the in the book, um, he is doing something there with. I no, I know, but even if it wasn't in the book or whatnot, you could just write it in yeah, there. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And do anything, and it's like, oh, hey, look, boom. Okay, now drop. Uh, you know, it's, especially Vader because Batu is a traitor. But Batu yeah. is a tra- traitor civilization, very similar to Tatooine. And I think the problem was is they didn't want to do Tatooine because Tatooine couldn't be as bustling as they want that place to be. So they went right. with Batu, and it, it is what it is. But right. I do want to thank everyone for listening. It's all for us today. Uh, Mr. J, Connor from ConCon's Cantina, Mr. Stranger, uh, thank you guys always for coming through. It's greatly appreciated. Um, make sure you check us out wherever you can find us. Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast Gaming. Um, for the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>